Hey, it's a party. Come on in. This is Brian John. Welcome to the SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. It is a beautiful August 2nd. Almost August 3rd. Adrian's birthday, my stepson. He'll be 32, I believe. Getting old, Adrian. So anyway, how y'all been? Everything good? How's your summer going? It's going pretty well for us. Been some dips, not gonna lie. Been some peaks. Did you guys listen yesterday, I don't know, or the day before, when we talked about uh, our report? We actually hit some really good numbers for the last month. Near record numbers with record low customers. Which is, that's like spinning plates at a circus. Not easy to do, and the more plates you do, more of a show, but and the more benefit, right, I guess. Weird analogy, but I'm gonna go with it. I'm sticking to my guns. And uh, yeah, you can serve more people, less people make more money. Why not? Imagine I have a coffee shop and you only need one client. That customer's gonna come in today and spend $3,500 on one cup of coffee. Come on in. And then lock the door and go to the beach the rest of the day. Do what you gotta do. You know, I'm gonna go see movies for us. I'm gonna do a movie fest because my $3,500 a cup coffee guy came in. There's something to say for premium pricing. And I will once again, non apologetically, drive you to go check out Paul Corden on the Paul Corden Pricing Guide Facebook page. One of the most accurate, I don't know if I should say accurate, that's just helpful and methodical and professional uh, dudes in the industry who really focuses on the centric position of pricing. So check it out if you like kind of what we're doing. Because that's kind of the name of the game. Brian, why would you want to do less customers? Hey, if I, if I can invert that graph and I can hit Let's say I, I wanted to average 200 grand a month and I could do it with 10 customers instead of 70. What does it matter? What does it matter? As long as my revenue is still climbing and I, and I don't go below you know, one client and I've got revenue still coming in, what does it matter? Yep, we went from 50 clients to 20 to five. Now I serve two. I mean, I guess the only thing you could say is at that point you might have all your eggs in one basket. If it's repetitive clients, if you're doing like a wholesale operation. And that could be a little sketch. Take it from me, I know. But anyway, once again, Brian Jump, SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast, where you learn tech tips. We talk about uh, tools, training, restorations. If you're into Porsches and Volkswagens, you may or may not be. We'll even talk occasionally about muscle. Not a lot. I'm not going to talk about a torque converter on a Chrysler 300, but uh, some people probably like to talk about that. Uh, and then a little bit of baseball. That's about it. That's our life. That's what, kind of what we do. Family a little bit. We talk about that. Anyway. All right. So yesterday, Mazda 3. Uh, man, if you want to get good at PDR, just go dive into this car. Every panel has something on it. 
Uh, that's the one from San Francisco. If you uh, were listening a couple days ago, we're still not done with it. I'm hoping we can wrap up tomorrow. It's that bad. Yes, we've had it for almost a week. The Fish Volvo. Why do we call it the Fish Volvo? Because when you crack open the doors, you get the wonderful, beautiful, aromatic, Febreze slap in the face scent of fish. And I'm not talking fresh at the market. I'm talking under the pier, been there for way too long, cooking in the sun, or the dumpster in the back of Venice, along with some rotten vegetables fish. Yeah, love that car. Raptor came in yesterday, a wonderful lady named Grace. Accidentally took her boss's wonderful battleship gray Raptor into a pole. Combination of PDR and paint, she's dropping this week. Lexus key job, nothing pisses me off more when I see people get key and the guy's like, yeah, my wife is driving it. Maybe she parked too close to somebody. You know, there's no, re there's no reason she should be keyed. I want there to be a new trend. I'm gonna I'm, I'm start. I'm gonna start right now. Here it is. The new trend is we put down the keys and we pick up the defecation. I want people to act like monkeys at the zoo and just shit on somebody's car. It's disgusting. It's completely revolting. Kids are gonna go, what the hell's going on with society? But it's a little more friendly at the same time. Get a poop bag out there, clean it up. You, you made your point, you're pissed off at whatever somebody did. Maybe you're hating on them because they got a nice car and you're part of a subterranean homeless society now and you hate on them because they did the right things and you did a little too much meth in high school. I don't fucking know. All I know is you got no reason to key somebody's car. Be a man, be a woman, be a whatever. Don't fucking key. That's just such bitch mode. And, and these people are like 80. It's like, really? You're going to go key an 80-year-old person's car? They said something, said something bad to you or cut you off? Fucking hawk a luger or something, man. Or just, how about just turn your shoulder and be a better human being and just move on? Eh, what do you do? All right. And then we had a Porsche uh, 718 come in. Yeah, real nice. White convertible. Going back off lease. A little touch-up, some dents. Uh, repeat customer. Yeah, real nice people. Like them. Like them a lot. Why do I like them? Because they're bringing those Porsches. That's why I like them. No, I like them because, well, that's part of it. But I like them because they see value and, and they're repeated, repetitive customers. Love it. I like when there's a, a fit. That's a fit for 17. How about the lady when I quoted for a corner blend on a bumper? 375. Now, that's cheap, guys. 375. That just seems expensive to me. And I wanted to see, based on what? A sandwich or getting your bumper repaired? Maybe a coupon clipper? I. You have a Hyundai Elantra, lady. That's why it seems expensive to you. Oxygen probably seems expensive. Breathing. You know, you're just, there are certain people in certain income that we just, it goes back to that focusing on your, your avatar, right? A Hyundai Elantra is not probably, probably in my avatar. Price it high, move them on. Let me give you a little nudge out the door. Yeah, I know you feel my hand on the small of your back. I'm just trying to show you where the door is. I really appreciate you coming in. Mako's down the street and they're gonna tell you even worse stories. Okay, now you can call Craigslist. There's some uh, wonderful gypsies that'll come out and spray your entire back of your car. Did I tell you about my customer with the, the bad toupee? He came in and he's about three foot tall and somebody kicked his car and I felt bad and I quoted him 625 for a dent that was probably worth a G. And then he went out, and the guy who kicked his car said, I'll fix it for you. And then primered the whole back third of his car, primered the taillight, primered the wheel, and then slapped some Bondo on. Everywhere. Dripping everywhere. Looked kind of like melted candle wax. It was a mess. Kind of like the fish Volvo. 
but way worse. And then he brought it back to us. Hey, can you fi fix this? Hold on a second. Get out of here, bird. Go on. I got the door open and there's birdseed out there and these little bitches think they can come in here for, for seconds. No seconds. But anyway, um, don't be greedy. The, uh, so I told him 1200 bucks. Well, you said 600. I know. That was before I had to take off somebody else's shit and clean up this fucking shit show on your car. I'm really sorry. I feel really bad. I feel really bad that you were so stupid to go to the person who kicked your car and ask for more. Hey, I know you fucked up my car. Please fuck it up more, please. Thank you. And watch. We'll probably take it back to him again. Hey, look, I want you to fix this. And then it's going to get even worse. When's the guy going to know to fucking turn tail and run from that guy? The warning signs, man. They're, they're all along our lives, man. We'd see them. And we all make bad decisions. All right, let's get after it. Got a busy day. I don't want to spend too much time here on this shizzle. All right, so what are we going to talk about today, you ask? I'm glad you asked. Where can you get good data on hail? Where can you get storm reports on hail? Well, I'm going to tell you. This is the storm report episode. Okay, and there's... I'm just... I'm kind of glossing over this a little bit. I didn't spend hours... This is going to be a, a 10 minute, maybe, dissertation on it. NOAA. I don't even know what NOAA stands for. National Organization of American uh, Aging and Weather. I don't know. But uh, NOAA, N O A A, is the National Weather Service for the United States, I believe, put out by the government, based out of Norman, Oklahoma. And uh, that's was the de facto way back in the day when we first started. There was no other reports. There was nothing else except for the news or whatever. So you went to NOAA. They have a website. They have a, a section called Storm Reports. Click it. And you can go historical in the past. Can't go in the future, but you can look at uh, predictions coming up. But they're not, they're, they're kind of semi-accurate. Uh, but the reports are pretty accurate. They do longitude, latitude. They tell you the size of the hill and the county and I believe the city. So if you want to do longitude, latitude, it'll tell you exactly where the episode or the epicenter or the epipen uh, was was uh, determined. Okay? So what else? Uh, yeah, they're accurate. Highly accurate. Cons. Uh, limited info and it's delayed. So you would like to have more info uh, and you can't get it. And it's delayed. So and I'll explain what kind of info you want here. Number two. Where else can you get get information? Okay. Now, by the way, the no is free. Uh, number two, good old-fashioned news. Uh, the pros about good old-fashioned news reports, uh, they're focused to an area, which is good. That's what you want. The cons, uh, the information is kind of scattered, and it's not highly accurate. They might say, oh, there was hail. How big was it? Did it hit the whole entire city, like Mi Minneapolis-St. Paul this year, or did it hit the farmland in East Dubuque, Iowa? I don't know. So news can give you good information. It can talk about hail damaged cars and stuff. It, it's good to do a little bit of news stalking, either through social media or on uh, the internet. So it, it's a good way to corroborate uh, information to make sure something's legit. There's a bunch of things you could do too, which we'll talk a little more about. For social media, like I just mentioned, Facebook, social media, like Twitter, even Instagram, you'll see people to, uh, post or toast. Um, the pros about that is it's highly timely. It's very it's very uh, uh, at at the moment, right? Current. Uh, the cons, the accuracy. Aunt Mabel said there was hail that damaged her her Chase Lounge. 
Okay, well, maybe it's just Aunt, Aunt Mabel's backyard and nowhere else in the entire city of Phoenix. Or was it through the entire city of Phoenix? We don't know. We gotta do more, more digging. Number five, Hail Trace. Uh, very, very good service. You have to pay for it. They have storm reports you buy. You have a subscription. Uh, they do YouTube reports daily. It is, it's one of the best. I highly recommend Hail Trace if you're gonna get into the business and you, you want good information. And information is, is money and time. Don't forget, pay for it. It's worth it. Your life is worth it. You're worth it. Look in the mirror and say, I'm worth it. Damn it. All right, pros. Uh, very accurate and very timely. Cons, it's pricey, you gotta pay for it. It's not like Noah or, or social media. But then again, if you value your time and you look in the mirror and you say you're worth it, don't lie to yourself. Number six, integra integrated hail maps, another service. It's the same basically as hail trace. And there's more out there, by the way, guys. If you, here's a sidebar. If you really wanna get good at finding hail, basically chase the roofers. The roofers in the hail areas who are doing hail damaged roofs, they know it, man. They're really good. They're real good. Why? Because they make a shit ton of money. So if you want to copy good marketing, you want to copy good good maps and everything, just go watch and listen to podcasts on roofing and marketing, and you will you will thank me later. What kind of gift cards do I like you said? I don't know. Whatever. Maybe Bevmo or something. Uh, other business tips. Um, calling local businesses to confirm the hail was, was evident and blah, blah, blah. Calling local body shops, we used to do that, and then we realized sometimes they'll lie to us that they don't want to help us because they look at us like competition and we're going to steal all their, their customers, whatever. Um, or they think, you know, they've had 50 PDR techs call to see if they needed PDR techs, and they're just, like, sick of it. Get off the phone. We're trying to talk to hail damage clients, not, not techs. How about driving around looking at damage? Yes, it works. Going into large parking lots like Walmarts and shit and look at the average cars around. You'll get a good idea what's going on. Um, if it's a large storm. So what are you looking for besides hail? I mean, specifically, what what am I looking for here, Brian? I, I mean, I know I need hail, but I, I'm clueless. I'm new to this game. Blah, blah, blah. Help me out. Give me some guidance, damn it. All right, I will. Scope. How wide of an area was the hail? Uh, that, that, like I said, was it in Aunt Mabel's backyard? Was it the entire city or somewhere in between? Is the area populated? Hail hits crops all the time. There's so much unpopulated land just get into an airplane and fly across the United States and you'll see what I'm talking about. We all think it's all freaking built out. It's not. There is a shit ton of unpopulated land in the United States. And hail hits there all the time. What was the size of the hail? Are you looking for softball size hail? Are you looking for pea size? Or what do you, what's, what's the holy grail? I'd say about one to in, inch to inch and a half is the holy grail. Inch and seven five is about max. Anything more than that, oof, you've heard me complain, so... Anything smaller than an inch, it better had a lot of wind behind it, like three-quarter with some serious-ass wind, like right at the front of the tornado. Demographic is important. Do you want to do a, a town that's full of trailer parks? Probably fucking not. If they have insurance, what are they going to do with their checks? That's right. Fucking crack and a new Roku at Walmart. They are in some fucking more, you know, wife beaters. They're not going to fucking get their car fixed. So the demographic is, is important. How about the freshness? Do you have to go to a hail uh, storm damaged area the next day or, or you're fucked? No. Could you show up two, three months later? Sometimes it depends on the scope of it, right? Freshness, I mean, what's the ideal? I'd say between three and five days after it hits. No more than a week. That's pretty good. 
depending upon what, if you're trying to get like a really good location, I'd want to be there next day. People aren't even going to be ready, but you're going to be setting up and you're going to beat everybody to the punch. So that's the only thing about it. If you're looking for a killer location, which I'm going to get into that here in the, in the, the wrap up tips, that's, that's the main reason to get there fast. And how do I know this? Cause I follow some, I've done really well, but I follow some guys that are like, like eight to $15 million a year guys. And there's only between two and four people in their, their main management team, ownership team, but they know all these rules and they, they execute them to a fucking T. They are so, they're executioners. All right, so you want, you're saying, Brian, I wanna run my own retail hail operation. Well, here's three golden tips. Here's three red rockets, as I like to say about my dog when you pet him too much. All right, number one, the location is key, unless you wanna spend huge money online marketing. Okay, number one. Number two, referrals are more powerful than you know. Yes, it's free money and it's a perpetual cash machine. Get referrals. Number three, rental cars. People are gonna need them, and you also want to put them in front of your work area so you look busy. Would you go to a restaurant that the, the chef's hanging outside and and there's nobody inside the restaurant? Fuck no, you wouldn't. Look busy. Uh, number four, getting parts. The pandemic period part shortages suck. Can you say Subaru and Honda? Yes, we can't get parts on to save our lives. But what do you do? Hit the secondary market, get them the damn moldings and make them happy. All right, guys, that's it. I got to hop. We got a lot of stuff going on. I appreciate you tuning in. We'll catch you on the next SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. Go push some hell. Go make some money. Give me some stories. 949-302-3464. Jared, update us on that uh, hail car you're going to do for Elite. Want to hear about it. All right, guys. Talk at you soon. Bye-bye for now.